Hello and welcome. I hope y'all are having a wonderful day and you guys enjoy the Ed and Austin Brower Show. Thank you for tuning in. We appreciate all the support. We're having a very, very busy, busy time down here in Florida. But other than that, I appreciate everything. And thank you for all the continued emails that we're continuing to get on a regular basis. And I encourage everybody to keep up the fight. We're definitely trying to work on some stuff down here, uh, getting stuff together, trying to get people rallied up. Once the time comes, a lot of people have been sending me emails saying, you know, we need to go here, we need to do this, or go there, or do that. Right now, the time is to be standing your own in your local communities. I can say that with extreme certainty. Right now is the time to making sure your areas that you live in are standing up for freedom and right the best they can. There's absolutely no reason to be running around right now trying to unnecessarily do things and go to places and start conflicts that don't need them. You need to be supporting your local businesses. You need to be supporting your local restaurants. You need to be standing up if you have an area that is trying to be locked down unconstitutionally. We're blessed to have an incredibly awesome governor down here in Florida. If you guys saw the news conference last night, Governor Ron DeSantis stood with restaurant owners and employees at the Florida Steakhouse down in Okeechobee, the Okeechobee Steakhouse in West Palm Beach. And reporters asked DeSantis, they said, what do you feel that some of these restrictions you've put on have basically not allowed some of the local communities to mandate masks and to shut down businesses? And he said, well, if a local leader wants to put these places out of business, you're darn right I'm going to hobble them from doing so. If they want to shut down businesses, I will stand in the way. I do not think government has the right to put people out of work. DeSantis says he has not seen a single business owner or employee who has not been acting accordingly and has acted like the virus is not actually real. Everybody has still been trying to do the best they can with proper sanitation, etc. And the fact that you have these local municipalities and mayors in some of these cities that are still trying to lock businesses down and shut down law-abiding citizens from making a living in a lawful business while right down the road you have Costco packed to the brim for Christmas shopping. You have Walmart shoulder to shoulder for Christmas shopping and the likes of which go on and on and on. But yet you tell a restaurant you can only be at 25% capacity. is complete lunacy. So down here in Florida, no restrictions continue to go and we have not seen any type of insane uptick in COVID. I know numerous physicians and nurses down here in Florida. I talk to almost everybody all around the state. There is no pandemic down here in Florida. Do we have a virus running around in December? Absolutely, just like we do every year. Do we have people that are getting sick here and there? Absolutely. That is not something abnormal whatsoever. That's why it's very important to maintain your immune system and make sure you have adequate amounts of vitamin C and D3. But are we seeing this pandemic? No. What we're seeing is, is we're seeing an unbelievably faulty, deceitful PCR test that is being used as fast as they can get as many people to take it and claiming everybody's positive for COVID. Now, here's the thing that nobody seems to understand. If somebody tests positive for COVID and they have no symptoms and they don't go into the hospital, what in the world does that matter? And what does that mean? 
Well, it means absolutely nothing. Just because you test positive for a virus with a faulty test and you have little to no symptoms and you're not in the hospital, that literally means jack diddly squat. It means nothing. It's about as much as saying, hey, my St. Augustine grass has grown an inch this week with rain. Cool comment, bro. What does that have to do with anything? It has nothing to do with anything. It's just a comment that you're bringing out of thin air. What they have done with this PCR test is used it very effectively and very efficiently to scare the populace into thinking we have this massive pandemic ensuing because so many people are testing positive. So kudos again to the sand test down here in Florida. I encourage everybody to continue to stand up. Our local communities have done the same. A lot of businesses, a lot of areas, we've met over places. We have had meetings, we've talked to people, gone out with people, and we continue to support our local areas, especially the businesses that are respecting the rights of the citizens to not put a muzzle on their face. And I encourage you to do so all across the country and states, which you're in, Dad. What do you think about that? Then we may have lost Ted. Let me see if we can log back in with him here. I'm not sure what happened with it. But, again, this is why I continue to encourage everybody to get out and go visit your local businesses and go basically door-to-door if you need to and talk to people about what's going on. Um, Ironically enough, we now have as many people that have still said, I'm not going to take the vaccine, we now have in Israel – The health minister is now saying holders of the green passports in Israel will be able to attend public events. They will be able to eat at restaurants. They'll be able to pretty much do anything they want because now they're saying 75% of the Israelis are willing to take the jab over the concerns. It has developed too fast. So I find it funny as so many people continue to get lined up and get injected with this Pfizer vaccine across our country right now. Israel is saying, nope, we're going to receive free waiver, free movement waivers is what they're calling them to bypass health restrictions if they do not want to get a vaccine. Not surprising over there is, quite frankly, Israel, they're pretty smart with what's going on most of the time. That's why they get involved in so much stuff. They know what this thing is. They know what it's going to do. And everybody that's awake over there doesn't want to have anything to do with this vaccine, according to the research that I'm looking at. Are you back with us now, Dad? I, I am, Austin. Now, also remember, Israel is the one who developed the vaccine. They came out back in January and February of this year, I mean, like 10 months ago, and told us they had the vaccine. So the people in Israel realized what's going on, and they realized that this isn't okay and that this stuff is going to be bad news, and it's an RNA vaccine, and it's never been tested. And so uh, they're making sure they're not going to take this thing, and they're giving them waivers. Isn't that interesting? The Israeli government is giving them waivers and saying, you don't have to do this. Now, remember what they said just a few weeks ago when they came out, and they said that they weren't going to force their people to take the vaccine, but Amazon would, and all these other vendors would, and the airlines would. And so apparently the Israelis, and i got to give them credit for this, they're saying absolutely not. We are simply not going to do this, and we're not going to take this vaccine. And, you know, kudos to those guys. I guess they know what's going on. I guess enough people over there are leaking the information about an RNA vaccine, and they're going to say we're not going to do it. But we broke that story several weeks ago about what was going on in Israel as far as 
the government not forcing you. In fact, if you look at it, I'll go back back into that because we're talking about that. It's called IsraeliNationalNews.com, and we broke this story from this group of people back, you know, two three weeks ago. And it said health ministry director claims that vaccines won't be forced, but Dr. El Zimelung says that the committee that they'll understand themselves and that they're going to basically be forced to take the vaccine, you know, by Amazon and all the other people. You know, I thought that was very, very interesting about this because they're going to be able to go out now and get this card to give them the ability to walk around, do whatever they want to do, and not be able to force the vaccine. Now, I like that. And I don't think Governor DeSantis is going to force the vaccine. And the thing that's really interesting to me, Austin, is this. And I'm just trying to just, you know, look at it from every side, you know, point that I'm talking about now is that, you know, why in the world are the American people so inept when it comes to thinking through a causal relationship? You know, why are they why are they being so impetuous? I mean, why, you know, do they think if they jump off a five story building, they're not going to get hurt? Why do they think they just inject some foreign compound with dead babies in it? which is what it has in it. It's got fetal cells from aborted children into their bodies with an RNA vaccine to rewrite their DNA, and it's going to be okay. Why do they think any of this stuff is okay? Because it's not. But yet, here we go. We still have people walking around with masks. We still have people fussing about the masks, though not as much as they were a few weeks ago because enough of the Karens got put into positions of, of, you know, of being told, hey, you can't do this. And when I say Karen... I've got a good friend of mine whose who's also name is Karen, and she's really a nice person. But that's just the general, general should I say that people use nowadays. But I'm not going to have any Jezebel. I think that'd be a better name. I'm not going to have any Jezebel come up and say, "Hey, look, you have to put a mask on." I start screaming and yelling. You know, I, I told Austin. You know, some people, and I've never seen a guy do this, but I've seen women do it. I mean, I've actually seen this with my own eyes. I've seen them fall on the ground, kicking and screaming and pass out. You think, well, that's crazy. Well, I've, I've seen it. And, you know, this is that Jezebel spirit that gets on some of these girls. And I, I feel sorry for them when they act like that. But you got to have to ask yourself a question. When are you going to stop being two years old? I mean, that's a two-year-old behavior. Two-year-olds get mad. They fall on the floor. They start kicking and screaming. And they basically try to get their way by pitching a fit. Here's the problem. If the parents give in to that two-year-old kicking and screaming on the floor and don't ignore them, that two-year-old gets reinforced that, hey, if I fall on the floor kicking and screaming, you know, my parents will do what I want. Now, this is what happens. You may say that, but it's true. And then pretty soon they keep kicking and screaming and falling on the floor when they're six years old, eight years old, ten years old. Parents still do what they want. Well, when they're an adult, they regress. They go, well, I'm going to fall on the floor kicking and screaming. But if I had not seen that full-grown woman in her 30s fall on the ground by a gate, kicking and screaming until she passed out, and the ambulance came and took her away, I simply wouldn't believe this is true. I mean, I, I, wouldn't, I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't believe people are capable of that. But I've seen it personally, so I know it is very, very real. I had a friend of mine. He's dead now, and he's, he was a good man. He got saved a few years ago. I led him in the sinner's prayer. He's about my age, about 66, 67. And he ended up basically being married to this girl from South America who was a communist. And when Donald Trump won the election, he told me that his wife fell on the floor 
kicking and screaming in the living room for three weeks. Every time she walked in, she'd collapse to the floor and start screaming and crying. And finally, after three weeks, he told her, that's it. I've had enough. I can't take this anymore. Finally, he ended up moving out and was going to divorce her, and then he died. And, you know, it's a sad situation when that happens, when we don't control ourselves. But guys, listen to me. If someone wants to wear a mask in a restaurant or someone wants to wear a mask in a store, I'm not going to stop them and start chewing them out because they're wearing a mask. If they want to do that, they wear a mask. It's a free country. I don't care. I think it's silly because you increase your risk of bacterial pneumonia. But if you want to do that, go ahead and do it. That make one bit of difference to me if they're going to do that. So, you know, it's just one of these things that people need to realize that we have to make choices for our own selves. And we can't be trying to force these choices on other people. By the way, this really unbelievably ugly LGBT activist now calling for all children to be put on puberty blockers. I mean, you know, wow, this woman is nasty looking, if it's, if it's indeed a woman. An LGBT activist has called for all children to be put on puberty blockers until the decision is made as to what gender they're going to be. Now, I'm going to say that over again because you guys really aren't going to believe that they're actually saying stuff like this. But she is saying that all children should be put on puberty blockers. Now, puberty blockers have all kinds of other horrible side effects in these children. But she's saying that every child needs, regardless of whether or not they have male genitalia or female genitalia, it makes no difference to this woman, this weirdo, if they're going to be a boy or girl if they're born that way, that they should all be put on puberty blockers because it's not fair that they're being taken into puberty. Her name is Zachary Antolak, and she began as a gay man. Oh, that's why she's so ugly. Now she's a woman. And now identifies as a lesbian woman named Zena Jones and as a polymorphous relationship with another lesbian named Heather. Oh, I'm going to read all the assets. What, you know, what better example of obvious mental stability to decide what chemicals to bombard your children with? And she goes on to say, if children can't consent to puberty blockers which cause any permanent changes, even with the relevant professional evaluation, how can they consent to be permanent and irreversible changes that come with their own puberty with no professional evaluation whatsoever, tweeted Jones or tweeted it. I mean, this is unbelievable. In other words, every boy and girl needs to be made an it. Oh, that's what the Kabbalah says, isn't it? Isn't that what the Kabbalah says, that everybody needs to be hermaphroditic? Oh, that's right. And so now we have these people coming out and actually saying stupid stuff like this. And why is that? I don't know. Did somebody drop them on their head when they were a child? I don't know. Did they have really messed up parents? That's probably true. They had really messed up parents, and they had really messed up teaching when they were little, which could really cause a lot of this stuff. In addition to that, I normally wouldn't cover the story, but I'm going to cover it anyhow. You know, there's a apparently there's a bunch of websites out there that are being sued now that are pornography websites. And I normally wouldn't cover this, but I'm going to do this because I need to talk to you young ladies right now that are listening to the show. Forty women are suing a website called Pornhub. The parent is MindGeek for $80 million, I'm sure, plus punitive damages over sex trafficking videos. Now, let me share with you, normally you'd say, well, these women, they knew what they were doing, where they basically got involved with these groups of people that basically do these videos. Well, they're saying they know. They're saying this Montreal-based Internet porn company knowingly profited from the sex trafficking operation Girls Do, which is filed Tuesday before the California. It seeks punitive and compensatory damages of more than $80 million. It could be in the 
could be in the billions before the thing's over with. The plaintiffs have suffered damages, including but not limited to severe emotional distress, significant trauma, attempted suicide, and social and familial ostracization. The complaint alleges further MindGeek has received ill-gotten gains by selling, marketing, and exploiting videos featuring the plaintiff's likeness. In other words, they're basically sending these places, these things all over the place. Now, what they're saying is the plaintiffs alleged the website had coerced, defrauded, and intimidated them into filming adult videos. The production company had advertised well-paid shoots on Craigslist and similar websites to recruit young girls into adult videos under the auspices of anonymity. Girls do porn claim that the videos would remain private, never to be seen in North America or on the Internet. But in truth, the company published the videos on their subscription sites and on many of the free porn distribution websites owned by MindGeek. Now, I'm going to stop right here and not read any more of this. I'm going to post this on the website so you guys can read this. And here's why I'm reading this to you. Listen to me, young ladies, young men, anybody who'd want to get involved in any of this stuff. This is egregious behavior for any child or any young man or any individual to take and put naked pictures of yourself on the internet and believing that they're not going to get distributed. Guys, it's not okay. Now, I know I shouldn't have to cover this on this show because we're primarily Christians, but we've got a lot of people who aren't Christian listening to the show and a lot of kids who listen to the show. A lot of times girls get into a situation where they want to earn extra income. And they'll start doing their own little videos and their own little friends and MySpaces or whatever they're going to do, in which they have little people that subscribe to them as they perform lewd acts for the camera. Let me give you a news flash here, and please don't ever get involved in this, because this stuff is not going to stay private. I don't care what these doggone weirdos do who are basically filming you and saying, oh, we're only going to air this on the other side of the world. No one will ever see it here. That's a lie. They can't control that. Because somebody can take a video of you on the other side of the world via a screenshot and basically record it and email it to their friends and post it on the sites over here, and it's going to get distributed everywhere. And your parents are going to see it. Your friends are going to see it. Everybody's going to see it. And suddenly, you're going to be ostracized. Your boss is going to see it. You're going to lose your job. Your parents aren't going to want to have anything to do with you in some cases. All this stuff's going to happen. And you're going to get dragged deeper and deeper and deeper into this industry. And these girls, this is what happened to them, and now they're suing this industry. Now, the reality is this. If they were 18 years old and they were doing this and they signed off on this, you know, and these people did not do what the contractual obligations were supposed to be, sure, they may have a lawsuit. But let's think through this for a second. Maybe you shouldn't have done this. How about that? Maybe you shouldn't be photographing yourself naked and doing crazy things and basically having it distributed globally. Maybe you should have said no in the beginning not to get involved in this. Maybe you should have gone to your parents or to your homes or to your pastor or to any place, you know, a halfway house or even to, you know, a place that would give you a place to stay and say, hey, look, I don't want to get involved in this. Can you help me? Very, very important. But guys, you've got to think about something. You step off a one-story building or a two-story building or a ten-story building, you're going to have a problem with your life and with your health. Now, you may survive the initial fall, but you may cause all kinds of damage to yourself that could show up later on in your life. This is the same thing as it is doing this type of behavior. You start making these choices when you're 16, 17, 18, 20, 21 years old. You may be a quote-unquote porn star for a couple of years. What's going to happen is it's going to destroy your life. And that's why so many of these porn stars, after they 
hit their peak and they go back down and nobody's watching them anymore. They commit suicide because now they've eliminated ever finding, in most cases, a decent guy to marry. And all they become is an object and they get passed around, passed around, and passed around until they have no self-respect, no self-esteem left, and they've destroyed themselves mentally, spiritually, physically, everything, all kinds of diseases, etc. So be really, really careful, ladies and guys. Think through what you're doing. There's all kinds of STDs out there, and we've got the Internet. The Internet will post anything about anyone doing anything, and they won't block it. Now, if you try to talk about Trump election fraud, they'll block it. Just, just talk about, I'm, just, I'm, gonna go, I'm going there right now. You start talking about what's happened with our election, they'll block it. But any kind of filthy pornography, they're not going to block. They're not going to do it. And it's going to let it go and go and go and go and go. So please, ladies, gentlemen, guys, girls, anybody listening right now, don't get involved in that industry. It is almost always run by the Kabbalists. I'm just telling you that up front. Dig it down a little deeper, find out who owns these companies. You're going to find out the Kabbalists run it and own it. Why? Because they have an atavistic hatred of Jesus Christ. This is the same reason they put all that filth out in Hollywood. Because they're trying to destroy Christian values and Christian norms. I've read you articles on this. Because there's, for 2,000 years after Christ came, we've tried to walk in the ways of the Bible. We really have. Much better than with the Rome and all the mess they were involved in with all their pagan worship. But little by little, all of this stuff has crept back out because these people, the synagogue of Satan, hates Jesus Christ and they're trying to destroy moral values. That's where it all boils back down to. They're trying to use you as a loaf of bread to make money off of you. That's all they're trying to do. And once you're used up and done, they'll discard you, and then your life will never, ever, ever be the same. Ever. So please don't get involved in this stuff. Austin, what do you think, bud? Well, that's really well said. I mean, yeah, I mean, it's, I, I've, I've gone off about Pornhub, Pornhub and other websites like that numerous times because it's ironic. You can have congressional hearings about you know, whether or not Twitter has the right to censor conservatives about the truth or how Facebook continually removes anti-vaccine posts. And it's, you know, well, don't, don't worry about that. That's, that's nothing to see here. But Pornhub has gotten busted thousands, if not hundreds of thousands of times, with underage sex trafficking videos, including rape videos on Pornhub. This is not conspiracy theory. This is a fact. This is very, very prominent. When the sheriff's departments that I know down here in Central Florida, they have been worked repeatedly on trying to find and basically do bust on sex trafficking down here in Florida. One of the things that they find out a lot is that these girls get wrapped up in the sex trafficking, and Pornhub is one of the number one video distribution sites to put this information and these videos out on. Very, very disturbing. It was interesting. And this is why I'm tying this into this. The same thing Dad said. Be very aware, especially if you have young girls, who's hanging out with them, who they're talking to, especially when it comes to online stuff. A lot of these older guys now prey on these younger girls, and it's becoming much easier than it ever used to be because of the Internet and because it's becoming almost mainstream, so to speak. The thing that the porn industry has done that is very much ruined the vast majority of the United States' morals and ethics is it's normalized a lot of very, very sadistic behavior. 
This is just a fact. Once this became out in the open, it was no longer something that was difficult to find anymore. That's why Pornhub has become such a big site, and this is why so many groups have done everything they can to bring this giant corporation down. And it's funny, like Dad said, you can have websites having blatant underage sex trafficking rape videos online, but... You talk about election fraud. You talk about the ballots being pulled out of suitcases. You talk about the mass anomalies that happened during the election. The improbabilities. No, no, no. Don't talk about that. That's fake news. That's fake news. Don't worry about that. That shows you what they really want going and what they don't want being talked about. It was interesting. A couple years back, Lan and I, we had a friend. And uh, his daughter basically was underage, and she was she was like 16 at the time, and she was l- talking to some friends basically that uh, she knew from school, and they wanted to go out into the national forest, like I don't know, two three hours away, and go take photos of her in dresses out in the water, basically like risque art photos allegedly, and go do stuff. The issue that you run into, and the sheriff that I know in Polk County has warned me about this because he has a daughter as well. I have a daughter. He said what a lot of these guys like to do is they like to do exactly that. They go, hey, we want to do some modeling photos with you. We want to go out. We want to do some photos out here in the woods. We want to go out in some secluded area, really cool, really great shots. You know, we'll, we'll give you $500 for a photo shoot. And a lot of these girls, really naive, most of which $500 is a really big deal, and they go, oh, my gosh, like, okay, that's awesome. I want to do that. And they'll take them out there, and they'll start doing photos with them, and they'll get more risque and more risque and more risque, and in some cases end up being sexual videos and rape videos and everything else, and that's what happens. And all of a sudden, bam, the videos go viral. They go out. The girls don't even know how it happened. They're like, I didn't mean to. I didn't know. Well, when you go out in the woods with two or three three guys by yourself, what do you think is going to happen? Let's just be honest. The problem is a lot of these girls are really naive and they don't think much of it. So be aware of it. Understand this is a very, very serious problem in the United States. And I hate talking about it. Dad hates talking about it. It's not a topic that's any what even remotely enjoyable to discuss, especially if you have kids. But it has to be brought up and voiced because hardly anybody ever wants to bring this topic up. And especially if you have kids... You have to make sure you're aware and awake and knowing what's going on. And don't pull the naive card and be like, oh, it won't happen to me. Oh, they wouldn't do that. I'm not saying they would do that, but what I am telling you is it's very prevalent, and there are a lot of guys out there that will immediately take advantage over these younger girls. So please be aware of it. Continue to make your voice heard on it. And if you've got friends that are coming over for your kids, meet them. Find out who they are. We're going somewhere. Okay, well, come on in. I mean, I can tell you right now, Dad has said the same thing. I can tell you in about 30 seconds of a handshake and eye contact to somebody how they are. Now, what their long-term motives are, that's difficult unless you start talking to them for a little bit. But you can tell by a lot of times demeanor and body language how somebody is and what their intentions are with a lot of situations. It's very easy to read body language if you know how to do so. So meeting somebody and understanding who they are, even just for a few minutes, will give you at least an understanding of kind of the friends or people that they're hanging out with. Also, too, in other news, this is something that is just, the more that I'm watching it happen, the more that I keep telling everybody, stay off 
the mainstream media. There's a reason why they're doing everything they can to kill alternative media and basically shut down social media. They're coming out now with so much fear porn online. And I had a customer come in the other day about what was going on with COVID. He goes, yeah, I really can't even watch the mainstream news anymore. So I don't even have cable or television anymore. And I said, you've got to shut it off at some point. I said, because it's some of the most effective mind control that we've ever witnessed in recent history with COVID. And there's articles now that came out from Miami, and it goes to this discussion about how a hospital employee had a nine-month battle with COVID, and they just were released. And I mean, it's just literally paragraph after paragraph of fear porn. All the numbers, all this stuff, what I would do, oh my, I mean, dude, it's, it's ridiculous. And then you have another article now that's come out from Zero Hedge, and they pretty much have called out exactly what we've been saying. And they say the data shows fear of an overwhelmed medical system is massively overblown. They even went into discussion about these virtual hospital ghost towns in some areas. They said in Chicago, the city spent $120 million on four facilities, which treated a total of 38 patients. Now, I can tell you right now, there's only one of two things that happen here. Either you have one of the largest waste of money that we've seen in this COVID epidemic. Well, probably not one of the largest. Probably just it's up there with another large one. There's so many of them. And it was just, again, Chicago run amok with urinating through money as fast as they could get it because that's what the Democrats love to do up in Chicago. Or this is another massive theft and redistribution of wealth and of COVID funds through a lot of these hospital industrial complexes that we've seen already with these groups getting hundreds of millions of dollars and they treat, you know, 15 people. Oh, we had, we had 18 COVID patients. We, we got, you know, $180 million to treat them. And you go, a million dollars a COVID patient? I mean, how, how do you even justify that? Well, you can't. But again, that's where a lot of this money went in this $2.2 trillion stimulus bill. That's what I've continued to tell everybody about and keep up the truth and keep up the news that's really happening. And just make sure you understand what we're seeing happen right now. And the more we can wake people up, the better we can do so. I got to give kudos to a company called Polymer 80 over in California. This is firearm news. As we see more and more attempted invasion of our rights by the complete rogue alphabet agency, ATF, the same agency that executed and shot first at the Waco Branch Davidian compound that led into the siege that ended up killing over 70 women and children by the FBI, and the same ATF agency that was involved in Randy Weaver and Ruby Ridge and that entire debacle, the same agency that has repeatedly tried to find people to make criminals of because they had a firearm that the ATF decided it was now illegal. The same rogue ATF agency who transferred over 2,500 automatic machine guns and 50 caliber weapons to the Mexican drug cartel intentionally so they could get them into their hands and they claimed that it was Operation Fast and the Furious and they didn't know that was going to happen. Yeah, that same agency raided Polymer 80 and seize their computers over their 80% lowers. The agency's goals appear to obtain customers' personal
personal information. It is unknown precisely what information ATF was actually able to retrieve because Polymer 80 stored most of the customer's information in a secure cloud. The company did not hand any access of that over to the ATF. At the same time, Polymer 80 received a subpoena demanding they turn over customer information. Polymer 80 has now refused to comply with the subpoena and is fighting back in court. They said Amoland News said the company is fighting against all California's legal requests and ATF requests and is committed to protecting its customers' information. The company is still selling and manufacturing 80% frames. Now, to clarify this, 80% lowers are essentially an AR-15 lower that's completed 80%. Per ATF's own internal documents, 80% receivers are not firearms under any circumstances. They still have to be milled out and drilled significantly in order to make an AR-15 receiver out of them. What's happened is California tried to get ATF into a dither, so they got ATF basically like their rabid pit bull and let them loose on Polymer 80 to try to basically find these individuals and not only find them, seize their information. So kudos to Polymer 80. This is going to be a rough fight, not basically responding to subpoenas and fighting them in court. I highly, though, encourage them, and I continue to support them. I know a lot of people have out there. This is something, again, when you see companies that are pro-Second Amendment, that are pro-American, that are pro-constitutionals, and they have this happen by them, you have to make sure you're supporting them the best you can. And again, I encourage everybody to continue to get the truth out there, especially when you see rogue agencies do nonsense like this. Videotape it if you can. If not, get the information and afford it. Post it on social media. Spread the news, because that is one thing that happened to the Branch Davidians in the 90s. If they would have had access to social media and live Internet feedback then, I personally think that entire situation would have gone a completely different direction. The problem with it was they had no ability to get their information out there on what was really happening, and the only thing that occurred was the mainstream mayor media parroted the lies that the FBI continued to tell them, even when they lied, when they started pumping in the CS gas into the compound that the FBI knew was flammable, and in over a dozen other cases today, ignited in other buildings. They knew it was flammable. They even told the media that the Branch Davidians were returning fire on the tanks during the CS gas release, which was a complete and total lie they found out later on. So again, social media can be a big tool. We have to continue to use it, continue to push this information out there, and continue to spread the truth, Dad. You know, Austin... Let me stop everything for one second. Okay, stop, brakes on. Ah, squeak. All right. Donald Trump's president. ATF is a presidential agency. He controls it. Just thought I'd mention this, right? And he's allowing this to happen right now in California with these lowers. He's also the one that instructed the ATF and allowed them to rewrite bump stock regulations and rewrite the requirements for guns and machine guns and everything else with what he did with bump stocks. Donald Trump did all of this. So don't think this guy's some halo guy walking around, you know, with wings. He's not. He is, as far as I'm concerned, not pro-Second Amendment because of him trying to institute red flag gun laws in all 50 states after what happened with Parkland and what happened out there in Vegas. So do yourself a favor and look at both sides of this narrative and realize this is not what we thought it was going to be under Donald Trump. He is not Ron Paul, period. He is not pro-Second Amendment. He is not audit the Fed. He's none of that. 
He is an actor put into a position of power by the international bankers who control both the Republican and the Democratic Party, and they control Biden, who now is saying that he's not going to change Trump's China policies. And now the IMF is looking at multiple what they call currency manipulators, including Switzerland, put fines on them, but they're not going after China, which is the biggest currency manipulator. And China's pollution index is so bad now, and it's getting much worse, that China is even saying that they're not going to even try to stop CO2 emissions until 2030. That they're going to continue to increase 20, until 2030 for another 10 years CO2 emissions. I was in China years ago with my wife. We took a cruise ship over there. It was like an 18-day cruise. It was like almost 20 years ago now. And I'll never forget, we were about 50 miles offshore, and we hit sea fog, or what we thought was sea fog. And it basically went opaque outside. You couldn't see anything. And I looked at Sharon. I said, this is obviously sea fog where the cold water and the warm water and the, all the stuff is meeting and the warm air off the coast is coming out. Well, no, it was none of that. It was emissions coming out of China. It was from their coal-powered plants that don't even use wet scrubbers, which is a 1930-40-50 technology. It's so old. What that is is they take at the top of the smokestack, they've got big brushes, and they go back and forth with each other, and they're wet. And all the heavy particulate matter catches in those wet scrubbers, and it is basically dropped back down the stack and then stored so it doesn't get into the atmosphere. It's a wet scrubber. It's old-school technology. They don't even use wet scrubbers. We got there, and it's the whole, the whole city's fogged in, and we're like, what the heck? Then the captain comes on and says, oh, by the way, this isn't sea fog, as you may have suspected. This is pollution from the smokestacks. So we recommend that if you go to shore and you're going to go on a tour, that you take a wet washcloth with you and hold it over your face and breathe through the washcloth so you don't get some type of lung infection. I looked at Sharon and I said, what the heck are we doing here? This is nuts. And so we get back to the ship that afternoon. We did go to shore. And the entire ship is covered in ash from the coal stack no scrubber smokestacks ash they were out there with water hoses because it's very very acidic rinsing off the ship trying to get the stacks for the debris from the stacks off everything all the lounge chairs all the glass all it was a mess and of course all that gets washed back out into the ocean off the decks it's a nightmare china is the biggest polluter in the world and nobody seems to care and they're actually creating such a giant fog that this fog is going across the Pacific Ocean now and causing massive increases in air pollution in California and the United States from China. It's that, it's that bad. And so when I see China laughing at CO2 regulations, and yet here we are, you know, doing diesel particulate filters, which are causing all kinds of problems with RVs and with semi-trucks that run on diesel engines, you used to get a million miles out of these engines. Now you're lucky to get 100,000 miles out of them before they burn up because they run so hot because of the diesel particulate filters that they put on these doggone engines now and all the DPF fluid that they have to put in through them. It's a nightmare, but yet China continues to just do whatever they want to do. Why? Because they're a communist country. They're controlled by the Rothschild banking empire. 
and the Rothschild Empire has decided that China doesn't have to obey CO2 emissions. That's what's going on, guys. So you say, well, China's doing all of this. They're doing all... No, the Rothschilds, the bloodline families, the same ones who ran the opium trade in China, are doing all of these things through the Chinese and using the Chinese people as a front guy. I mean, they're setting records now with exports out of China because the entire world is closing down because of COVID and China's still running full steam. It's all about closing down and destroying the United States dollar as the reserve currency of the world. Look at what's happening to our stock market. There's absolutely no reason it should be going up, but it's going up. It continues to go up. We're doing exactly what they did to the Weimar Republic in the early 20s. If you're on ST Brower's Instagram account, I sent you a graph showing you this. I mean, it's going to go through the roof before it's over with because the dollar is going to go through the floor. And the only reason it hasn't completely collapsed at this point is because the dollar is the reserve currency of the planet, and it's based on the petrodollar in the sale of oil out of you know, Saudi Arabia and out of the Gulf states. That's the only reason we've stabilized the dollar as much as we have. It's dropped almost 20% against the Swiss franc now in the past year. That's how hard the dollar has dropped. And you think, well, this is crazy. Well, I, I'm telling you, it's crazy. It's just getting, it's just going to get started. And now the government is going to put it. They're saying as early as this morning, they're planning on putting another nine hundred billion dollar stimulus package through Congress that Donald Trump will continue to sign, which will allow the international banking cartels to rake in even more profits, and they'll give a small percentage of that back to the American people. It's, it's all controlled by the bankers, guys. All of it. And if you and if you don't see that then you got to do more reading and do more research on it. Because once you finally see it and you dig under the hole, Henry Ford said it this way. He said, when you dig under the rock far enough, you always find one of these bankers under the rock. That's what he said. Now, I'm paraphrasing, but that's what he said. Because he said, these guys control everything. And once we understand that, it starts to make more sense. By the way, a movie just came out, and it's called Vaccine Syndrome. It is a film produced by Oscar-nominated filmmaker Scott Miller and provides exclusive interviews with military personnel who've experienced with the controversial anthrax vaccine. This is back was pushed around 2008. And the film claims that over 35, listen to this, 35,000 soldiers have died from the anthrax vaccine, according to a RAC GWV1 government report published in 2008. Compare that to how many soldiers have died in combat in both Afghanistan, which is 6,753 at the time of the filming. I mean, six times the amount of people have died from the anthrax vaccine as were killed in Afghanistan. The film starts out with a dramatized recreating of, recreating of Lance Corporal Jared Schwartz, who refused to receive the anthrax vaccine. He had to face a military tribunal without legal counsel and read a prepared statement. You know, you can find you can, you can go to a GulfWarVets.com website to get a copy of the statement. But think about this for a second: thirty-five thousand soldiers died from the experimental anthrax vaccine, more than those who died in combat in Afghanistan and Iraq combined. Austin and I have a friend. He was a he was a lieutenant, and he was basically a helicopter pilot, and he was over in the Gulf War, and he was an officer. And he refused the anthrax vaccine because he had like eight children at home waiting for him to come back, and he knew how many people were dying from it. They court-martialed him. 
They threw him in the brig. In fact, they didn't even have a brig for officers. They had to set up a brig for an officer as they court-martialed him. And he was one notch away from going to prison for years and years and years because he refused a direct order. His name is Eric. I'm not going to give you his last name. A great guy, but he refused to do this because he's afraid it would kill him and he would not be available to take care of his children for the rest of his life and to raise them. Guys, when you start using experimental vaccines like <coughs> COVID and you start injecting tens of millions, hundreds of millions of people, billions of people around the planet with this disease-carrying pathogen with dead babies in it that has an RNA vaccine in it, you have no idea how many people are going to die. And I'm going to say this again. I'm going to say it again. I said it the other day. We could now have a massive spike in COVID deaths caused by the vaccine, and they will say it has nothing to do with the vaccine it is because COVID is spreading at an exponential rate. That could easily, easily, easily happen. So, guys, it's so important to really think through whether you're going to take this disease-carrying dead baby vaccine or not. Think through it. Now, I don't know why people are lining up. Remember what I told you? We only have probably 5 10% of the parents who have refused to give vaccines to their children and have used religious exemptions in the country. So probably 90% of the people basically said, okay, we'll inject the children with the 76 vaccines. These are the same people that will bend over and allow them to give them a shot of this COVID vaccine into their buttocks or their shoulder, wherever they inject it, willingly. They'll do it. So I'm going to tell you what's going to happen. We're going to have massive, massive, massive disease caused by this vaccine. Now, it may not be from the first round. It may not be from the second round. It may be from the third round. But it's going to happen just like it happened with the anthrax vaccine with the Gulf War. What an unbelievable mess that we have found ourselves in, that we, the people of the United States, have become so sheeple-like, so basically childlike, that we will believe anything that government says without questioning the narrative. That's my take on that, Austin. What do you think? No, there's no doubt about it. I was just looking at a couple different things as far as that we see going on and it's i'm glad that a lot of individuals because it, it appears i mean we're seeing more people waking up now there's no doubt about it the groups on alternative media like ourselves you know what we've seen with the gym up in new jersey a lot of these other groups that basically are trying to do the best they can to get this information out there especially the ones that are really in the middle of the fight and some of these really really hardcore leftist states are doing they're doing everything they can. There was a protest in a Washington town, Mossy Rock now, that's received national attention after hundreds of attendees defied the COVID restrictions. People from surrounding Washington and Oregon arrived in the city on Saturday to go to a freedom rally, which is awesome, to support local businesses. No mask, and the businesses were packed and supported all around the area. And this is great. This is something that, you know, I encourage, especially in these states that they're trying to do lockdowns in. You know, we've been blessed down here in Florida of what we've done with this governor. I, you know, at the beginning of this thing, nobody knew it was going to happen. I voted for DeSantis. I knew he was 
pretty good with a lot of stuff. And, you know, we've just been blessed. We just happened to get that this time. But there's a lot of states that have not had that, like Washington, like California. And so if you are in those states, there is absolutely no reason not to be going out and doing these rallies and supporting these businesses and opening these businesses up and helping them the best you can because they're doing everything they can to try to shut down and just prevent the truth. Also, too, this is interesting. In France, a French former pharmacist has been taken from his home last week and placed in psychiatric hospital after exposing the official COVID-19 narrative. Jean-Bernard Fortilla was taken by French military police on December 7th and placed in solitary confinement at the psychiatric hospital, and his bank accounts and credit cards were frozen. This is nuts. LifeSite News reported on this. They said he had been accused the French Institut Pasteur, the private nonprofit foundation that specializes in biology for fabricating the SARS-CoV-2 virus over several decades and has been a party to escape from the Wuhan P4 lab. Basically, what he's saying is this whole thing with COVID is not accidental. This whole thing with COVID has been planned for a very, very long time. And he said there were patents used by various labs to develop the vaccines. He said 2011 saw the Institute Pasteur filing a further patent application for a SARS-CoV-2, which is identical to the previous one. He said the first patent was actually started in 2003 and would expire 20 years later in 2033, and that fourth sequence of it had the HIV virus as well, which is ironic it's ironic, guys. Now, again, this individual, Jean, over there in France, I don't know him. I don't know how much of this stuff is factual. This is what Life News reported. This is what he's been ranting about. And it apparently was enough to get the military police in on him and basically Baker acted him as what they did. Now, one thing we do know for a fact is that in Australia, they halted their entire COVID vaccine testing of their one specific vaccine because the participants started having positive HIV test results. Now, of course, they've come out now and said they're allegedly false positives and that there's nothing to worry about, but it was something that they were concerned about from the beginning. Well, why in the world are they using HIV protein to make a COVID vaccine? This is allegedly, you know, a, a basic flu style SARS you know, virus, why in the world are they using HIV? Because it was interesting. Remember at the beginning of the year when this whole thing started to come about, Ted brought it up in an article, and I forgot what country it was. It was over in India or the Philippines or somewhere over there. One of the researchers came out and said that when they looked at the COVID-19, when they looked at the actual virus, it had components of HIV attached to it. And the only way this could have been done was weaponizing this virus. It was a man-made lab virus. Hundreds of researchers and physicians and virologists have come out now and said the exact same thing. But, of course, the mainstream media has completely and totally shut it down. And now it's interesting. You have this retired pharmacist and researcher in France now get Baker acted when he starts doing a video and talking about the COVID crisis and how it has been fabricated and politicized to impose a dangerous vaccine on the world. Just thought that was interesting, Dan. I was going to bring that up today. What was interesting about that research article that came out, it said that the SARS virus, the SARS, 
and HIV had been inserted into the genome of the coronavirus, which had weaponized it. It's called gain of function. That, believe it or not, they actually have a term for that. When they make a virus more deadly, when they make it in a laboratory, the term is gain of function. Now, I don't know who's the sickest person who wants to do that kind of stuff, who wants to put a name to it, a bunch of weirdos. Gosh, guys, think about that. So they actually came in and did this article, and it had to be retracted because it went viral across the world. And people said, you can't have this up here saying it's a gain of function, which means it has to be a bioweapon. Well, duh, it is a bioweapon in case anybody wants to think through this. It's exactly what it is. The problem is it's a bioweapon that we developed at Fort Detrick. And then we gave it to the Wuhan laboratory where the guys at Fort Detrick got busted for running it because of the laboratories are not supposed to be doing that in the United States anymore. Now they've closed the Fort Detrick lab, supposedly, which if they do or don't, we don't know. We don't go down inside of that thing. I mean, think about it for a second. I mean, we have all of these. We have the Biological Weapons Treaty that was done back like in 1989 by Francis Boyle. He's the one who wrote the doggone thing. And he said the COVID thing is a man-made weaponized bioweapon for eugenics to wipe out population densities. That's, that's his words, not mine, or I'm paraphrasing him. But that's what he says. And now we know it has an AIDS component. Now we're having these people saying that, you know, this thing has an AIDS component of vaccines. So are they injecting everybody with AIDS? Are we all going to come down with AIDS if we take this vaccine? Is that how Deagle is saying that we lose 300, almost 300 million people, 270 million people in the population of the United States in the next five years? Are we going to have death carts like we did in the Black Death, the Middle Ages, coming through cities? Garbage trucks like you saw with Soylent Green, with Charlton Heston. They throw the bodies in these trucks and they're reprocessed. Is that where we're going? Is that what they've told us? Is that what they're going to say? Is it's COVID? It's not the vaccine? That COVID's so deadly now we're going to lose 100, 200 million people and you have to have a vaccine or you're basically going to be locked up in a FEMA camp? Is that where they're going with this? And they're going to blame it all on the doggone coronavirus? But in fact, it's not the coronavirus. It's the vaccine that's causing it through viral shedding and people are becoming down with a gain of function, disease. Oh, what a mess. And just to change topics here, fashion, fashion mogul Peter Nagard has been indicted on sex trafficking racketeering charges. This guy's huge. He's a huge French designer, and his headquarters in Manhattan were raided because he has basically assaulted dozens of teenage girls and women as young as 14 to 15 years of age and has been trafficking them just like Jeffrey Epstein did He's been doing now 14 and 15 year old girls. You know, it really bothers me because, you know, we have now 57 women who have joined this lawsuit alleging all this against him. He's being arrested, probably going to go to prison for the rest of his life. And the thing that bothers me more than anything else is this. What's wrong with you guys? You know, you're 60, 70 years old or whatever you are. Who knows how old this guy is? Why are you such a pervert that you want to go after little teenage girls? What's wrong with you? Somebody needs to take you out back and beat the holy living crap out of you, bud. You're a pedophile. You're a weirdo. Just thought I'd let you know that, in case you don't go to prison long enough, that how we the people who still think in the United States, I should say, we the people who still think of the United States of America think you're a weirdo. And doing this with little kids is not okay. Just sickos. Oh, gosh. You know, guys, I had to cover some topics today I didn't want to cover. I really don't. Don't want to talk about this stuff. 
But somebody's got to talk about it. Because somebody's got to say, hey, look, being a Jeffrey Epstein ain't okay. Bunch of weirdos, all their weird religions they have. Ugh. Anyhow, that's enough. Guys, remember something. This is the day the Lord has made. It doesn't matter what these nutbags are doing. We shall rejoice and be glad in the day. But think through about this vaccine, guys. Think through about what they're going to do with it. And think through the fact that Donald Trump has gotten on TV now and told everybody how safe it is, how everybody should take an injection. Think through that if you really want to continue to promote the Donald, put a set of wings on him and drop a halo on him. And also remember what ATF is doing, and that's, again, under Donald Trump right now. God bless you guys. I appreciate you. Austin, finish it up. I will talk to you guys tomorrow. Absolutely, and it's interesting. The gun owners of America have actually called for the firing of acting ATF Director Regina Lombardo, and uh, the president still has the power and authority to remove him. The problem with this is ATF's a rogue agency. It's a rogue agency. They go in and rewrite their own laws. They go in and change laws from 1934. They go in and deem a pistol brace that, you know, is a stabilizer brace on an AR-15 pistol is now a short-barreled rifle because they deem so. They go in and say a sliding stock that has no spring and no function or gain on the trigger whatsoever has no impact on the reset is now a machine gun part, even though it's a stock. They're rogue. I can't say that anymore. And I mean, I have dealt with them firsthand, firsthand, <laughs> repeatedly. I cannot stand them. Almost every single individual I have met that is involved with ATF is a complete and total weirdo. They think they're above the law. They think they're God's gift to creation. And in most cases, they're unbelievably far left and liberal. And that's where they go to try to make an impact negatively on the firearms industry. I have called for numerous petitions, rallies all over the place. And we've done them repeatedly to get rid and abolish ATF hasn't happened, won't happen until we actually have a president that has some gonads that's going to stand up. And so far, that hasn't happened. And obviously, we got the bumbling buffoon Biden. He's not going to do anything. So if it is to be, I guess it's up to us in the near future. If it doesn't work peacefully, well, I guess there's the next option. But again, thank you for the continued support. Thank you for supporting your local communities, your rallies, like I saw up in Washington, like I've had in New Jersey. Continue to be doing that in these states that are going completely crazy if you don't have a good governor. Thank you for the continued support of Health Masters. If you need anything, be sure to check out healthmasters.com. Looks like the product of the week, the joint rebuilding formula, or the, excuse me, the probiotic DF. I just checked it here. We're going to be changing it over here in the next few minutes. So be sure to check that out. And also the ultimate multiple powder on super sale right now for 20% off. Thank you for the support. Have a blessed, safe, awesome night. We'll talk to you again tomorrow as always.